What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Washed Up Podcast, your favorite podcast where you can listen to it wherever you please. First, we're going to start with our ads, and there they are. Hey, what's up, Mr. Gary? We're back with Season 2, Episode 1. How you feeling, man? I'm feeling great. It's awesome to take a few weeks off, refresh the mind, and uh, start lining up some guests for the show. So we got some interesting stuff talk we got to talk about. But so before we get into that, what's going on with you? What have you done over the past couple of weeks? Man, just being a sad dad. Oh no, that's there's more context into that later. They're just no nah, man, just working, being a dad, living life, loving life. Nothing new. That's that's the life. <laughs> you you got anything new in your life? <laughs> no, I, I you know we'll talk about this a little bit later on, but kind of mad that I, I passed up the opportunity to go see uh the live tournament in uh person down in miami but hey there's always next year yeah for everybody listening i invited garen down to that full expenses paid <laughs> well i sorry that's what he wanted and i wasn't able to get that done but i did i did cop the tickets i did go to i did go to live event and let me tell you it was better than any PGA Tour event I have ever been to. And I have not been to any PGA Tour events. But, <laughs> no, but it, it was it was, good. it was a cool atmosphere, man. Um, obviously, the course was impeccable. Seeing these guys hit the ball was crazy. So, I'm all in for live, man. It's going to be even better next year. I can't wait to the championship. Hopefully, it's back in Miami. And we'll actually get the credentials this year. Next year, I mean. Because <laughs> yeah, we got no, rejected, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, shout out to Liv, even though we didn't get the media credentials because uh, they didn't want too popular podcasts showing up. Right, they, right. Uh, they still hooked us up with some ground passes. So uh, Soho thought the free 99 was almost too expensive, but he still showed up for a couple of hours. I had to and, pay for uh, gas to get there, you know. So. Oh, yeah, true. Luckily, I work two minutes away from the course. so That's, that's still expensive for you. But Yeah, my, the, my, co- uh, my co-worker drove. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely gonna try to get out to some live tournaments next year when they're in the states. It's uh, it looks like the environment there, just kind of like what we talked about in past podcasts. Mm-hmm. It's just like a, a fun environment set up for people to enjoy golf in a way that you don't normally get to enjoy it or think about enjoying it. So definitely, definitely in on that next year. A hundred percent, we need to be. So, so for today we have a uh, uh, our first special guest on the podcast we're gonna it's um we're gonna have that conversation at the end here after we speak about a little bit of other sports news that's been happening but it's with our boy kyle higashioka the star catcher for the new york yankees that's what we're gonna call him but garen before we get into that i want to talk about the world series what talk to me man what do you got on this world series all I'm going to say is that this World Series has cost me and Soho a decent amount of house money. And Too by a decent much amount, I say we, we, at most, we put down like 10 bucks. But Still. all of the parlays that we put together that should be hitting, like Bryce Harper getting hits, Kyle Schwarber getting hits, um, who's the biggest letdown that we that we put on? Oh, Tucker. Ron Alvarez. Tucker. Tucker, this we we pretty much chose Tucker every day except for the first one. 
there's been so many days when me and Soho go to bed sad after the World Series. I go to bed kind of happy because any, every time the Astros win a little bit, it uh, hurts yeah. the Yankee fans. 100%. Mm-hmm. So that's especially, that's always good juju. Especially but, our, our great friend that's not here, Waldemar. Yeah, Waldy got cold feet because he heard we were going to have a guest on the show, guys. Mm-hmm. He turned into a little, we don't say the name anymore, but R-E-Y. We don't say the name, we don't say the name, but the the World Series, man, it, was, it, it hurt more this year because of the parlays. We even had two-thirds of the Phillies lineup on the day they got no hit. I'll put it to you that, that's I, it. <laughs> the fact that the Phillies got no hit the day that... We put all of our faith into the Phillies lineup, and we had one Astros hitter. Was possibly the most demoralizing thing I've ever seen. 100%. Only the second no hitter in World Series history came on the day that we bet on the Phillies lineup. That's that's fucking terrible. <laughs> second, second in the history, the day we put it in a parlay. Oh, brother! But well, no, nah, man. Is, that... What is what is also awesome to hear is that uh, in our talks with Kyle. Well, uh, we do talk about his catching of the no-hitter uh, from Corey Kluber, uh, right? Is that his name? Was that? I think it was, he said Corey. You know, they're on first-name basis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming it's Corey Kluber. I thought I thought that's who it was. Um, I don't, again, not a Yankee fan, folks. And the uh, But it was cool to see his perspective of it. And uh, kind of it's actually kind of interesting to hear his perspective of it because it's not exactly what you would expect to hear. Um but I will wait for you to listen to that at a later part of the show. But Soho, I do anything, mm-hmm. anything from uh, over the past month of sports that you want to bring up right now? I don't want to touch Kyrie Irving. <laughs> not even nice. That's for another. No, that's <laughs> yeah. For that's for another episode. I, I can't think. No, of no, anything, that's man. not for another episode. We don't touch the political side of stuff. Oh yeah, that's right, that's right. Okay, and, we won't uh, touch that. Even though it's religious, it still falls in the line of politics. So we're not going to touch that. All I know is, all I'm going to say on that is tough spot for KD because my man, my man needs help. Ben Simmons is Ben Simmons is starting to take some time off. Kyrie Irving's back on his leave. Jesus, good luck, KD. Man, let's get back to this World Series. The sports that really matter. That was a good series. It was a good series. What what blew my mind is Kyle Schwarber trying to bunt in the ninth inning. Oh, no, it was eighth. eighth. Or the eighth inning, I mean. What, after dropping a tank, what are you doing? My man my man must have seen third base, must have been either super shift, most likely super shifted over. They had to be super shift. But, bro, two strikes? With two, yeah, do it. With two outs? I yeah, but. You want to get something started, but. That's that's not it. There, he was he was like relatively hot in the World Series. He yeah, was he was super hot. He had six home runs in the last six games. Yeah, that's. I don't the, know. I'm, I love small ball, but that wasn't the that wasn't the time or place. No, they, that, what was the, what was the score at that point? It was like they were down by three. His run wouldn't have made that much of a difference anyway. Mm-mm. So he's just trying to start anything crazy. Just drop a bang, drop drop a bomb, and that starts it up. That's it. That's yeah. what you're there for. You're not there. You're not a real leadoff hitter. You don't have to bunt the ball. Yeah. Jesus, but that that was crazy to me. Yeah, uh, shout out to Mattress Mac. I was just turning, about to say that. 25, turning 25 into 75. 10, 10. 
10 into 75. Oh, it was 10 into 75? Yes, that's the, crazy. Uh, it was the largest payout in legal sports gambling history. Was it Was it 125? No, no, he won 75. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so he got the largest payout in sports gambling history. Or Jeez, legal sports bro. betting history. So, I mean, what, Grant, what does that dude need the money for? I think it's just more of a, a flex. that he. It's more that. of a flex, yeah. But shout out to him. He's been trying for a couple years. Yeah, he he hit he hit the first time too. A shitload of money. Yeah, but again, remember he also had. I, I was reading again. There's no like legit um, backing mm-hmm. behind this, but I saw something on Twitter where it was like, even though he won the 75 million, after you think about all of the uh, the promotions that he had going on for his <clears throat> mattress store mm-hmm. and like paying that out and stuff, it's uh his like actual profits not really that crazy i'm like bro i don't care if i want a million dollars i'd be wait because of his promotions he's gonna lose that much money aren't yeah, aren't the promotions gonna bring him money too though uh yeah i mean te- look technically if you're selling anything you're gonna be making money right technically um, who are we to say anything about mattress mac anybody yeah, I, w- I would imagine this man knows how to run his business <laughs> i'd imagine if, if you got a cool 10 million dollars to throw down on a bet i'm not questioning you yeah let, i'm bringing up the promotion right now um, so if you spend five, is he, is he nationwide? Mattress Mac? Uh, why you gotta go buy a bed? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I do need one though. Mattress, um, oh, shout out. So let's see. Shout out going? Mattress Mac. Hey yo, come on, come on the show. Yeah. So if you spend five thousand dollars at Gallery Furniture as part of the promotion, and the Astros win their second championship, you'll get ten thousand dollars back. Oh, oh, oh! So he, he he is actually losing money because. <laughs> so you you got to spend five, and then when you get ten. F- spending five isn't that bad at a furniture store. If you're no, like, but how how does that work? Just yeah. bringing in customers. Yeah, he's he's low key. Even though he's got ten million on the line, he's low key hoping that he doesn't win. <laughs> nah, no, bro. There's no way he. He's giving away seventy five, anywhere near close to. I'd say well, even he's a, not, no, no. But think of, think about what he's actually getting to keep after paying out that. It's still like, what do you mean? That's still like fifty million dollars, probably. He's not giving away ten million dollars worth of of much, winnings. I don't know how much gallery furniture does in revenue a year, man. Man, this is not a business podcast. <laughs> I, I know. Cause <laughs> I wouldn't have you on. No, no. <laughs> I'm in Row College, uh, business graduate. Uh, oh man, hard, let's hard. let's go let's he's, go to basketball. Graduate way too loosely. No, yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know how I did it. Let's go to basketball. What the fuck's going on with the Lakers, bro? They're they just something. lost again. You know what's what's nice to see though is that Russell Westbrook looks like he's starting to play good again. He started off the season horrible, but it's it typical. was the uh, it was the game where. Who were they playing? It was where that dude Ryan, his last name was Ryan, mm-hmm. Ryan had yeah. a three pointer to send him to overtime. Mm-hmm. Westbrook was uh, playing like Westbrook. He was making passes. He had energy. He was making shots. He had 19 points today. He with Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean Westbrook's playing back like he normally is. But my thing is, I think it's time to talk about how AD is a scam. Is he though? Nineteen point seven for twelve. Dude, twelve rebounds. My man goes from doing that to next game he'll be at four for nineteen with 
endpoints and a, a sprained pinky finger. Like, Yo. In that game where my dude, uh, where, where the Lakers won their first game, mm-hmm. eighty after every timeout was uh, like dying over and like dying. I'm like, dude, you're getting paid way too much <laughs> to either be this tired that's like, or to be this hurt. That's like Beverly. They get paid way too much to not fucking take a shot the day of our parlay. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> the uh, Patrick Beverly decided uh, he only had to score ten points, and that's not bad for a starting shooting guard. He ended up with um, zero. Yeah, he he took like one shot the entire game, uh, if he even took a shot. Westbrook um, today was nineteen points, ten assists, six for thirteen, three of five from three. Dude, my man, he, I'm telling you, Westbrook's getting back to who he is. If he gets back to who he is, boy, I don't know. Boy. Which, I don't know what changed in him, but he is now playing like OKC Houston Rockets. He's coming off the bench. That's what's happening. He's I got think, that I chip. Think he's finally accepted it too. Is that coming off the bench? He's likely playing against other bench guys. He's not a bench caliber player. He's obviously a starting caliber player when he's good. Mm-hmm. So he's just just taking advantage of what uh, of what's being given to him. Was being put in front of him. So glad to see Westbrook getting uh, back on the good side of things. But for the rest of the Lakers team, y'all y'all better start shooting threes and making them because they were shooting like I think it was like sixteen percent or something. Ryan's gonna take everybody's spot. No, nah, because I'll be honest, that dude was breaking during the game. He he did hit that Ryan, three, but he was breaking during yeah. the game. I was like, dude. Yeah, on. but he but he's but he's a three point shooter though. That's the thing. He's a shooter. Today he was uh, two for two for three from three point. Good. Hopefully, and, hopefully he keeps it going because he has a good story behind him. The fact that he was a that's crazy driver and a cemetery worker like a year ago. That's crazy, bro. Oh, um, just continue grinding, man. That's all he can do, and he uh, he's one of the examples of it. There's been a a fair amount of like examples throughout sports of people that mm-hmm. have to like grind through it, like. Uh, there was like that movie on Kurt Warner. Uh, I forgot what it's called, but he how he went from undrafted to playing in the Arena Football League to then playing yeah, yeah. in the, the NFL and winning a uh, Super Bowl. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> At one or two Super Bowls, I, I can't remember. But he, uh, I mean, that's like that's a story. Like he was bagging groceries because the AFL pays like seven fifty an hour. You're better off working at Best Buy instead of playing in the AFL. So it's I, that's crazy. I don't even think the AFL is around anymore. Um, no, but I think it's gone. Uh, the fact that he was able to go from like I would say the bottom of professional football to having an amazing career. Just there's so many different Cinderella type stories throughout sports, and just cool to see. Because remember, even the Lakers had one another one a few years ago with uh, oh the the guy that was playing the, the G League. The old yeah, man, the, right? What's his name? Like 34? Or yeah, that's crazy. He, he played like 12 years in the G League. <laughs> I mean, it's, people usually, people. I feel like, bow, bow out of the G League after like four years. Yeah, go overseas. But what was his name? Um, I don't remember. It was something. Uh, I can't remember now. Uh, and I, it won't come to mind at all for me. Yeah, but I mean, that's just another example. So good. good oh, to see Andre, Andre Ingram. There you go. Yeah, yeah the, it's just cool to see people getting their shot after putting in all that work, and I can only imagine what that uh, Ryan guy was doing 
Yo. Like, working at the cemetery, working as DoorDash driver, and he just he put on a show when he had his chance to make it to the league. Garen, Andre Ingram is still playing for the South Bay Lakers. How old is he now? 36. Kind of crazy to think that he's been in, in the G League basically as long as LeBron's been in the league. No. <laughs> No, You're not lying. He was, that. LeBron still has a few more seasons in the league than he did. 2007, doesn't. he was undrafted. He started playing in 07. I mean, good for that dude, though. He's hey, if he's, he's able, able to, to live, him, he's still doing what he loves for a living. So, Jesus, but you got anything else in sports, Gary? Um, I do not think so. Uh. I guess for football, real quick to touch on football, Russell Wilson, Broncos country, let's ride. Let's ride. Broncos country, let's die because (laughs) they are so bad. I don't know. This is almost like a a Russell Westbrook scenario where, like, Wilson is a good quarterback, like, has been a good quarterback. Yeah, but what's going on? I know there's people out there that are going to be like, oh, Russell Wilson isn't actually that good, Even even in Seattle. It's like, it's not. Let's let's not go over our head just because you don't like the guy. But what what's going on in with Denver? It's it makes no sense. It's almost like he's never played football when you watch him play. Like if you saw this part of Russell uh, Russell Wilson's career and not Seattle, you would think he was a certified bum. But yeah, I feel like that's the same thing that happened with Kyrie. Oh, uh, not Kyrie with uh, Westbrook. Well, we don't talk about Kyrie about oh. Westbrook. Okay. And the Lakers. I think it's yeah. just a matter of finding it out, but I don't know. The Broncos could just be a bad team. Most likely the case, too. Most likely the case. They don't have... Do they even have anybody? Yeah, they, they've got like 52 men. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I just I just thought it was only Russell Wilson, since that's all you hear. So, I just thought it was Russell Wilson. No line, no receivers, no running backs. He's just going... Broncos country, let's ride. <laughs> let's ride. Like like that play, um, um, longest yard where they're not even just they're not even doing anything for him, and he's just he just takes off. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah. But Broncos country, man, what the hell is that? And then and the other thing I would talk about in the NFL is man, fly eagle, fly baby, fly right. eagles, fly. I you know what I love is watching like people. Um, debunk a, a team's record and like. Oh, dude, I, lo- I, I love I love that. Like, they, they go bums, through the whole schedule. Bums, yeah, like these guys bumps. These guys bumps. These guys have one player. Wait till they like, play this team. Like, bro, if your team was in the same spot, you'd say you beat everybody that was great. Like Cowboys fans are the worst with it. Cowboys mm-hmm. fans, unless the Cowboys beat the team, then the team's trash. Yeah, or shout out AJ. Um. <laughs> yeah. So shout out Philly, uh, Philadelphia as a city, lost two championships in the same day, the World Series and the MLS Cup, and the MLS Cup was a banger. By the way, I don't know if you've seen that. I, I saw it end with three uh, penalty kicks. Bro, it went. It was two two. The the I, it was one to one going into the eighty somethingth minute. Both teams scored within two minutes. I saw Bale's header. Bale's header was nuts. Yeah. They so it was two two. They went to overtime. They finished overtime two, uh, three, three. Bale scored a header in the oh, closing that's minutes. That's the, that's the one I saw. Yeah, in the closing minutes, and then oh, oh, sorry. And before that, the starting goalie for LA breaks his leg, straight snap, like snap on the field, 
holding his leg, and then the camera, for some reason, is on him, because obviously they don't, and his leg is just, whoop. And so, red card for somebody, obviously, I think it was the Philly player, starting goalkeepers out, and hey, guess what? <laughs> You're going to PK, buddy. Goalkeeper for Philly, sorry, goalkeeper for LA is a Philly boy, for uh, uh, formerly player for Philadelphia Union, now playing for LAFC in the MLS Cup against them in the in the PK shootout and stops like three of them <laughs> and says, "You know what, rowdy Phillies, fuck you. Yeah. This is my city now. We're taking this. Fuck your World Series. Your Fly Eagles Fly are gonna get. They're gonna lose in the Super Bowl." <laughs> so where was uh, where was Orlando City? They got eliminated in the first round. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. We we got a bad drawing. <clears throat> yeah, the other team was oh, a bum. You know, that's crazy. That you got a bad drawing. It's, <laughs> it's only a bad drawing if you're bad. So I guess it, it wasn't even a drawing. That's just the bracket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because why? Because Orlando City decided to shit the bed the last like two, uh, the last like month of the season where they, they just went from from possible fourth place because they were fifth. They were fifth. Could have easily got to third, actually. And instead, it went all the way down to seventh. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of crazy how you were hyped to talk about third place for a second. Oh, no. <laughs> it's because it's because the MLS, first and second place, they get a bye in the first round. So, first round, third place is essentially uh, first seed. So, you get, you get home field advantage and you get the worst seed. So, that's why I was going to be hyped for that. <laughs> but instead, we got last place. Oh, or seventh place going into the playoffs, and got the the best seed, which was Montreal, third place, playing in Montreal, which isn't easy. Oh, uh, you know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, uh, I played up there one time. Um, Foster threw me up there in the league that was yeah. on ice. <laughs> Would not surprise me. Yeah, he's like, "Yeah, you got to run faster, so I'm over here running in place." <laughs> <laughs> Fucking get in front of the ball. Shout out to one sport that should exist that doesn't exist, foster ball. Foster ball. For those who don't know, it's basketball, but you don't need a dribble. You can full-on tackle, and points are optional. On hardwood. Yeah, on hardwood, and some concrete, too. Preferably. uh, (laughs) It was a game to build character. R.I.P. Kevin. There were were more fights that broke out and more big hits that broke out than points scored. It was wild. It, but it was awesome. I can, was it I can only imagine full-grown men just uh, basically playing rugby on a football on a, a basketball on a basketball court. court. Was it Jordan Frere that grabbed the ball and threw the ball across the whole Mac? Oh, uh, just yeah, wanted to a, fight everybody. <laughs> there was a point in that game with I don't, I wasn't in that game where uh, uh, one of our teammates uh, grabbed the basketball, threw it to the other side of the gym. It was it not like, Frere? Let's go! Yeah, yeah, it was Jordan. <laughs> And uh, he was just ready to fight. He didn't want to play the game. He just wanted to throw hands because there was a uh, Mighty Mouse got picked up, Yo, Mighty Mouse. up and slammed him. Uh, <laughs> it, it got to the point where, like, even even like Foster had to step in and say, "Hey guys, wh- what are we doing here? This team building, was... boy. This team building. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Mighty Mouse. <laughs> My, that shit. That was a crazy experience. Foster oh, brother, Foster Ball was great. We're gonna make a documentary for. Our experience at uh, Monroe. Hey, we got to hit up Francis, and maybe he's got those clips still somewhere. But first, we need you guys to subscribe, send us um, sponsorships, 
Soho's gambling okay. addiction is cutting into his ability to feed his family, so we ple- we definitely need the donations and subscriptions. Please. Okay. So, every that. speaking of that, we're, we're through with sports. Or updating on sports, because we're not going to be through with sports. Um, You ready to move on to our next seg- segment, Mr. Gary? I am ready. All right. Well, here you go, ladies and gentlemen, or whatever your pronouns are. Um, here's our conversation with Mr. Higashioka. All right, everybody. So here we are today with Mr. Kyle Higashioka. Mr. Higgy, how you doing today? Doing good. Just uh, enjoying the off season. I, I know. I'm sorry that it ended a little early. We all wanted more. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Granted, even if even if Kyle was still, I guess if they did make it further in the off season, it would still be over for them right now. Right. Yeah, we a quick little sweep. Yeah. <laughs> those those little bums over there. No, but hey man, uh thank you for joining us. You know, you you've been my guy all this time. You one of the nicest guys in the big leagues that I know. I don't know many, but still, he's up there. I'll take it. <laughs> man, Higgy, I I want to start with uh my first question is I was looking up your stats today and 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 I see the your home run numbers for careers. You have 30. I don't know if you're aware of that. I just want to know if you can lifetime, if you're going to beat out Mr. Luis Soho, you got, you need six more. Six more? How do you, overtake your dad? Yeah. How do you feel about that, man? <laughs> you know, if I can, if, if I can get seven more, I'll definitely let him know. <laughs> Please. If if you get seven more, we'll get you back on. If if you would like to be back on, and we're going to talk about this again. I'm sure. I'm sure I'll see him at some point. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll we'll make it happen yeah. if not. And if you're if you're one home run away, I'm coming to New York. <laughs> and I and I better see you just looking up and pointing because uh, you know I'm going to be far in the nose. Pretty beats. funny. <laughs> so Soho wants the the call your shot. And all the announcers are going to be like, I have no idea what Hikishioka is doing, but he's calling his home run on this pitch. Do you think Do you think they're going to announce it on TV? Like, he's he's one home run shy of passing Luis Soho career home runs. <laughs> I, I'll make sure it happens it, once we get to that day. I'm going to – I'll call whoever I need to call and Soho, make it happen. Soho will put in the request, and they're going to be like, who? <laughs> That's great. Who? Junior? No, we don't know that guy. Speaking of home runs, I, I know Garen has a, a question about home runs. Yeah, so Kyle, you had a there was one game during the COVID season where there were no fans, where you went deep three times in one game, but the only people that you could celebrate with was basically your bench because I don't even know if there was anybody in the stands. Like how? <laughs> I mean, how did that feel, or how weird was it to? have won such a monster offensive game and have a virtually empty stadium or a quiet stadium. Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, personally, it's probably my best game ever. Um, but it, it didn't really feel that much different than normal, you know, cause they were, they were pumping in crowd noise the whole time. So it's like, we didn't have to play in silence and, I mean, the the crowd noise actually felt pretty natural. Like it didn't, 
it, it made it feel like there was actually people in the stands. And like when you're playing, you don't notice, you don't notice the fans anyways, because you're, you're just so locked in. So, um, I mean, it would have been a lot better to have fans there, obviously, but it was, uh, it was still really cool. It would have been it would have been great to get a little curtain call after that, right? <laughs> you just you see Higgy pointing at at me in the stands again. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of that, uh, you said you get locked in and you forget the fans. How, how do you get to that point, man? Because that's not easy to, for for a lot of people. Yeah, I think it took me a little while because my when I first got called up, it was a little overwhelming for me. I got I went like O for the season in 2017. Um, you know, when you finish out the year and you don't have any hits in the big leagues, you're kind of like, you know, am I ever going to get a hit? So, um, so I mean, it definitely, I definitely had some of that like nervousness playing in front of that many people. And so it took me a little while to adjust to it. But now at this point, it's kind of like, you know, it's what I'm used to. Yeah. No, it's it's definitely tough. I had a tough time locking in in front of five people at Monroe College, but <laughs> I somehow got it done. And three of those are my family members, so <laughs> exactly. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, so actually, so so for for Kyle, since we're still like in the kind of talk about hitting, we also saw that you have an MLB record. Um, so congratulations on that. You know what that record is? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. It is the slowest pitch recorded to have a home run hit off. Oh, yeah. At about, I think it was 34 or 35 miles per hour. Yeah, 30, 35.1. He knows. I do know that. I just, I forgot. I'm, I'm, uh, I've actually got quite a few obscure records, good and bad. What's another one that comes to mind? I was the, I was the longest, or I was the Yankee position player with the longest hitless streak to start his career but then that's a good one i immediately followed that with the uh, first three i was tied alfonso soriano for most home runs to start the career like my first three hits were homers and then, and then everybody's freaking out this is our and guy then, <laughs> and then it was like I think the day that I hit three homers, DJ hit two. And so we're the only nine and leadoff hitter to have a multi-homer game the same day. Yeah, you were you were the 24th Yankee to hit three home runs in a game, but you were the only one that's done it in the ninth, uh, in yeah, the ninth hole. Yeah, see, obscure records. <laughs> yeah, and I'll never, I'll never forget the day I was watching it. And during the during that season, I was playing a lot of MLB The Show, and the, and right after that, your your monthly card came out. Oh, oh yeah, boy, Higgy, went straight into the card. lineup. Higashioka straight into my lineup, hitting ninth. <laughs> <laughs> nice. so they gave me ridiculous power. So I mean, I'll, it was, I'll take it was it going just to be in somebody's lineup. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Speaking of. Uh, no, I'll, I'll wait on the FIFA question because I know you. I know you like FIFA. I hope you still do. And um, another thing about uh, obscure things: Do you? How, what, how much do you know about range factor? 
Nothing. <laughs> well, did you know that in 2021, you were number one in range uh, range factor for catchers? Did you know that? I don't even understand how that's a thing. Well, congratulations. I'm sending we you just, a plaque. Uh, we just sit in one spot. <laughs> That that's exactly what I that's exactly what I wanted to ask you because is it that the pitches are wild and you're stopping some wild pitches, or is it off of bunts and little choppers that you're you're getting the furthest away and getting out? I don't know. That's I mean, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna send you a plaque either way. <laughs> yeah. So 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 and I were sitting on a call before this and we we're trying to figure out you know you know, like he's like do you know what range factors? I'm like I've never heard of that. I was like for a shortstop <laughs> that makes sense for an outfielder that. Makes <laughs> And, uh, and like I think it was Baseball Reference, right? Was the site? The, yeah. Uh, it just never even explained what it was. And like, well, I guess yeah. uh, I guess Kyle's got the longest arms as a catcher. And, <laughs> and, uh, catch yeah, I got no Because you would you, you would think that if if range factor is really like an actual defensive metric that it would follow up with like a Gold Glove, Platinum Glove type scenario, but I, I don't. It just it just a fact. It just a uh, advanced analytic nerd statistic i guess so congrats <laughs> on uh on the first place there thank you there you go uh you heard it here first yeah. a year a year later wow i'm i'm <laughs> i am disgusted at mlb for not posting it on their instagram <laughs> so with uh with some of like the other like accomplishments and like records i mean you did also uh catch i believe it was a no hitter um how how was that? Because that was uh, I don't have it in front of me. I think it was like last year, um, where you were. Again, I'm not. So I'll preface this with I don't follow the Yankees, even though I live like 45 minutes from the stadium. <laughs> He's a Yankee hater. Let's Ooh. put it that way. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Kyle, you got a seance, so I'm not going to say that yet. No, no. <laughs> so, but no, I mean, it must have been awesome because I mean, there's only been a handful of. I mean, not a handful at this point. There's only been so many no hitters thrown, and to be one of the catchers to catch one, is it like one of those days where both you and the guy are just dialed in and everything's just flowing the right way? Yeah, I mean, when when Corey threw that no hitter, it was like there there were so many at the time that I was almost like, man, is this even like a is this even like a big deal? But then the more <laughs> You know, the more I played through that year and the more, you know, I played this year, you realize, like, how difficult that is to, to throw one. Um, and it's not, it's not like, like, having a combined no-hitter is totally different because the hardest, no shade, the hardest no. innings to get through are, like, seven, eight, nine when the guy's tired and he's not executing as well. And he has to face the best hitters for the third time through the order, and uh, possibly even a fourth if he's you know walked guys or whatever. And so I mean, it's just like we, me and Trevi had like I don't I don't even know we had several potential no hitters this year that went into like sixth, seventh, eighth innings, and like we just. Couldn't you know we didn't finish any anything out this year, and I just realized like it's so difficult because it's either the pitch count gets too high or 
you know, the guy makes a mistake because he's tired or, or like bad luck happens. It's just, it's a crazy perfect storm that has to happen when, when a guy throws a no hitter. And so now, I mean, I feel just like incredibly lucky to, to have been a part of that. Yeah, that's awesome. So what are your thoughts if, uh, I guess on the Astros world series, no hitter, because outside of them being the Astros, the, uh, like in that spot, I mean, we know how it turned out. They they brought in multiple pitchers that could finish out the game. But if you're catching in that scenario, are you kind of vouching for like let's let the guy let's uh, let's let him keep going and see what happens, right? Because at that point, one hit, it's like it's not good. I, I don't think it changes the complexion again. The Phillies have a a pretty sick offense when they're clicking, but of course that game where we. Uh, had a sum of money on the game for the Phillies players to get a hit. Oh yeah, um, they decided not to show up that game. But uh, I for mean, context, we had like two thirds of the Phillies lineup getting hits that night on a nice little parlay. Oh no, yeah, God, we're we're big betters. We're all we threw in five bucks there to try to win a good amount. So, so the uh, I, I guess what do you? I guess I guess it's always hard to tell because at the end of the day they threw the second no no in world series history but does part of you as like a catcher in that situation kind of want to get your see your pitcher to kind of finish it out because it didn't really seem like he was tired at that point it was just kind of like they hit a pitch count and like all right that's it we're sticking with that pitch count yeah i mean the world series is different though because it's like it's just win at all costs it means so much more to to win the world series than it does to throw no hitter that's like you know i'm sure Christian Javier was more than happy to just do whatever the team needed to, to get them the win. So, um, I mean, he, he was the starting pitcher when we got no hit earlier this year. Same exact yeah. thing. It was him. For, that was combined also, It was right? him for like seven. And then, you know, they brought in two relievers and shut us down. But um, You weren't playing that day, though. <laughs> it wouldn't have happened, right? I did not play that day, no. Yeah, uh, see, there you go. It's, it's a, so, so it, it doesn't even it matters even less. So then, <laughs> on that note, with 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 us knowing, obviously, when a no when a no no gets thrown against you, the uh, the vibe in the dugout immediately is like kind of shut down. Um, but we saw like with Kyle Schwarber in his in uh, his interview after the no no, um, we just kind of like yeah, it's part of the game. We just move on to the next. Is that? I mean, that's the way you should take it, yeah. right? Especially being on like the professional level, but I'm sure there's some guys. I guess on your guys' side, were were there any like feelings like just pissed off or like or just trying to do something different the next day to get, guess get out of it or forget about it? Well, I, I think. I mean, you guys do play a bunch of games, so. Yeah, I mean it's it's uh, definitely a horrible feeling after the game because uh, you know you feel like you're the worst team in the world because you just got no hit, but. Um, Honestly, the next day we were just kind of like, "Well, it can't get any worse." So, I, <laughs> only up know, from like, here. We're, we're we're only gonna play better. <laughs> That's one yeah. way to look at it. That's probably the best way to look at it. I think I think we did. Okay, so I think we did have a decent game the next the next day. I, could, I, I believe you guys did, if I remember correctly. I, I think you'd probably know a little bit better than me. <laughs> um, so for, for what we were saying about Garen, um, so I just want to go back to his Twitter today about 20 hours ago. It actually says right here. 
So he retweeted the Bleacher Report uh, championship Houston Astros things, and he retweets it, quote tweets it, sorry, retweeting to make Yankee fans uh, sad. <laughs> that's brutal. So I just, I, yeah, no, that's normal for this guy. <laughs> I, can't even, oh, I can't even believe I jumped on this podcast. <laughs> also, I can't believe Soul left this part out. Yeah, <laughs> you're coming on a Yankee hater. No, <laughs> and then oh, speaking of the word sad, um, I got to throw this little uh, story on here. When when I first texted uh, Higgy, uh, I said, "Hey, hey, Higgy, what's up? How's it going?" And he goes, "Hey, everything's good, man." He's like, "Yeah, just living this sad life." Yeah. That was my text. <laughs> I got a little worried. I was like, "Whoa, what is he trying to say here?" Is he yeah, of course, <laughs> of course, I was trying to say that. <laughs> of course, I was trying to say the dad life, but. I can only picture Higgy's like, oh, man, this guy's about to ask me for money. His dad's going through it. What's going on? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. When you you texted me back saying, what? I was like, oh, brother, what did I do? (laughs) Yeah, so that I just, I can only picture what was going through your head. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So, uh, Higgy. What's uh talk to me off, uh, about FIFA? You still on that FIFA grind? Uh, you know, we had we had some inter team matches go on this year, but I don't I don't play. Who's who's the better one? Team. Who's the best? Um, Marwin is really good. Judge is getting a lot better. Um, Glaber likes it. I, I know, that, and Glaber that, plays I a lot of Call of Duty, FIFA. right? The Venezuelan Who? guys, they love FIFA. Oh, yeah. The Dominican yeah, do. guys typically don't like uh, soccer at all. They hate soccer. <laughs> no, they don't. It, but how does how does Judge play uh, PlayStation or Xbox? Does he have a specially made uh, no, controller? No, he just like, holds it like it's like a little child's toy. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first time I shook Aaron Judge's hand, I think his finger reached my elbow. Yeah, But yeah, he's, it's, it's he's crazy. getting a lot better. He was he was brutal when we first started playing like a couple of years ago and and now he's he's pretty good. So so are you gonna have a lot of more uh, games in the clubhouse with him in the coming years or, or what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say anything. Just asking a question. That's a loaded question. <laughs> what well, was it? I just had some loaded fries. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll move on. A smile looks like he doesn't want to answer that yeah, question. Oh. <laughs> What'd no you comment say? on that one. No comment. All right, all right. I like it. Okay. What about um, Nestor? What kind of guy is Nestor Cortez really in the clubhouse? The yeah. best? He, I mean, when he was coming up, he was like, I mean, he's he was the same exact guy that he is now. You know, it's like, you know, when you're in the you're in the minor leagues and like everyone's going through the grind and it's crappy for everybody and you know like Nestor was never a prospect so like he just kind of got sent to like whatever level they needed him and he ended up pitching well and then they they like kept him in triple a and then he dominated and eventually he was like a guy so I mean he just has like that humility and he never takes anything for granted so um he's he's yeah he's probably one of my favorite teammates I've ever had that's how, that's how what he it, seems like. Yeah. How is it catching for him when he's uh, doing his little like delaying tactics? Like, do you know when it is, or is it kind of also just a surprise to you? I don't know when he's gonna do the the funky like delayed wind up thingies 
Um, sometimes I'll sometimes I'll like request him to drop down. Um, but like when he does the weird like wind up things, sometimes I start like laughing mid pitch. And then if the guy like swings and misses or strikes out on it, then I laugh like it makes me laugh really hard actually. But I'm, I'm just glad I have the mask on. Nobody ever heard you and turn around and say oh, something. The, the last game I caught him in Baltimore or uh, against Baltimore in New York, he did the the weird wind up thing and struck the guy out to end the inning, and I was just like chuckling all the way back to the dugout. It was <laughs> it was it was pretty funny. Yeah, good thing no one ever saw you and just threw at yeah. you. <laughs> have you have you caught or heard anybody just like just say something crazy after they get struck out by the after the crazy wind up like just under their breath like? Mad. No, but I I know some guys they just can't help but like laugh because it's like sometimes his little wind up is so ridiculous that like you don't even know what to say. It's like, how do you even, how do you stay focused? Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make, that doesn't make any sense. That's all we can say about Nasty yeah. Nestor, to put it, to put it like that. Higgy, I need you to give me a, your best clubhouse story that is just like, what the hell were these people thinking? If it's, if it's appropriate to bring out to the <laughs> public world. <laughs> like, what's your go-to story? I don't know. I'm not like a huge storyteller. Uh, okay. Well, good thing you haven't met my dad. <laughs> <laughs> you guys repeats the same story every day. Yeah, but he's got some good ones. He actually does. <clears throat> I got to get him on here, but he, he big leagues me decent. more than yeah. <laughs> he did play with some decent players. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. He. Uh, what, what do you think about that guy when when you when he managed you, Hickey? Was it one year? Right? He managed I you think a year it was or two. One or two. I don't know. I played so many years in in IA that like they kind of all blended together. I try to forget most of them because <laughs> I was running around the clubhouse. So Higgy's like, I need to forget no, this guy. I, I, I just played so bad at that level that like I just I don't I don't even like want to remember those those days. It'll, it'll keep you yeah. humble. You're still in the big yeah. leagues, my guy. <laughs> but I played I played parts of four seasons in high A. So I I definitely played at least one year under your dad. Yeah, I think it was eleven. Yeah. What was the year you played? With? But hey, did were you not? No, you didn't go there in two thousand ten. No. So you didn't get you didn't get the championship. No. It's because oh they're like oh Higgy's here we're done yeah. Um. I definitely <laughs> detracted from some wins at that level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your uh, your war in the at high A was negative. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. Sure. Okay, perfect. Um, let's see if I got one more serious question here for you. How how was it those years? Uh, seventeen, eighteen, uh, nineteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, going back and forth, AAA big leagues, or yeah, that's uh, going back and I forth. I was happy to do it, honestly, because. You know, just any major league time and experience um, I could get was huge. And, like, as a catcher especially, you can't teach the experience that comes from playing. So, like, calling a game and, like, reading hitters' swings, it's so different than AAA because they're just, like, 
it's just such a huge step up from AAA. Um, you know, like you don't you don't see guys like Manny Machado and Josh Donaldson and you know all the guys I played against in my first few years. You don't see guys like that in AAA, and if you do, they're there for like a month and they get called up. So, I mean, it's just like such a different world that I was I was totally happy to to go up and down those three years and then um you know luckily the yankees had a lot of faith in me and and went with me as the backup for 2020 on and so it's been it's been good yeah it definitely has been good um you played 83 games this year in the big leagues the most you've played you tired uh no i mean i've had a couple (laughs) weeks to rest but um but you were tired then uh, a little so bit so now you rested bit, you're good now it, it takes okay. a toll as a catcher uh, <laughs> it takes a toll a little bit but that's what the off season's for so i'll be good to go next year <laughs> yeah we're going to we're going to next year we're going to surpass the home run count that we're all going to be rooting for <laughs> i hope so it's going to be it's it's going to be it's going to be a big year next year now that there there's this thing that happens on this podcast whenever we talk about something <laughs> man when Pujols was struggling we started talking about Pujols he went on that tear so now my man get ready for your career uh career year next year <laughs> I'd love that and uh we'll see you in we'll see you in uh in the world series with uh with some sweet passes so don't forget us oh, okay yeah. oh yeah <laughs> I won't so so is so is just gonna be texting you the link to the podcast. You'd be like, "Remember this? Remember this?" <laughs> Sending you screenshots. Remember when I was I sad? Hope, hope you have. No. I hope you have that chance. <laughs> we yeah. will. We will. We're gonna. It's definitely. It's definitely gonna be uh, your best year next year for sure. Because you're you're just going up <laughs> every year, and then the Yankees are gonna make the right moves. <laughs> you can't comment on that, okay? You can't comment on that. Yeah. No comment. Um, yeah. Well, actually, technically, you, it's your arbitration year, right? Yeah, second year. Second year. So I don't know what that means. So oh yeah, I was, three. I was about to say, yeah, I was about to say <laughs> the whole bringing of arbitration. I don't know if you can spell arbitration with that. All I, all I know is that it's some legal stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Just, we need to get that sorted as soon as possible. You need an agent? I can't. I, I, I don't know any. <laughs> don't, don't talk so. <laughs> arbitration what nah just give him a man on the field <laughs> just give him a man on the field <laughs> oh man uh garen you got anything more for uh mr higashioka yeah so one last question for you higgy so like you mentioned you don't see guys like manny machado and like donaldson uh and like triple a who's one batter or maybe a couple of batters that the ball just sounds different coming off their bat because i watched i, I watched uh, jordan alvarez's home run last night and <laughs> His the ball off that bat sounded crazy. So just since you have the best seat in the house for that, like anything, anyone notable that stands out to you? Yeah, I mean Alvarez is probably one of the best. I mean in terms of like when he hits the ball, it's like a laser beam. I mean other than Judge and Stanton, which I get to watch every day from the, you know, from the dugout. Um, you know, I, I think, I think Vladdy's got that like kind of crazy power. Um, Otani 
um, Trout. You know, it's it's pretty much like the biggest superstars in the game are the guys who hit the ball the hardest, which makes sense. But it, yeah, it's, it's, kind of like the guys that if you were if you were to ask any casual, I guess you say casual, the super MLB fan, people that they would say these guys probably hit the ball different. And like Otani, we won't we won't go off on Otani, but like like he does it crazy, and you probably see it as a position player at like having to. Uh, catch and then hit this guy's going from pitching to hitting it's it crazy i can only imagine how much training either this dude does for his body or just how tired he is that he doesn't show it but it is uh what he's doing is crazy special yeah, yeah. higgy who's your mvp uh judge 100 percent shouldn't okay. be a just, question just had to make sure like it okay. just even, just want to make sure there should be zero question about it all right, all right. We won't get into it. No, I'm kidding. You're 100% right. There should be no question. <laughs> hey, um, Higgy, thank you so much. Um, I'll be waiting for your text back on getting me Cortez on the show. Um, thank you for joining us. Uh, hey, man, for real, for real, uh, I appreciate you very much for coming on here. Thank you for uh, texting me back, <laughs> even though you had no idea it was Anytime. coming. <clears throat> and... Uh, you have any words for our zero fans that are going to listen to this? Uh, seven, seven fans. Seven, seven fans. No, I mean, just tell them, just tell them to go home and just go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stay in school, work hard. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do <Yep>. drugs. <laughs> All right, my man Higgy, thank you so much, and uh, you're going to kill it next year, man. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me, Mister Gary. What a wonderful, wonderful conversation that was with Mister Higashioka. Kyle, once again, thank you for joining us, being our first guest on this amazing podcast that no one listens to. Uh, Gary, talk to me. What do you think about the guy? What do you think about the conversation? Yeah, man. I mean, Higgy's an awesome dude. He uh, wish him best of luck for next season to shatter your dad's uh, home run record. Um, I don't really wish the team success. I wish Kyle a lot of success. And Wait. Hopefully he has a breakout year. Not a home run record. Let's just clarify that. Just my dad's number. Yeah, but it's a record for your dad. Okay. All right. <laughs> All success for Higashioka and the Yankees, but not from Garen, just for Higashioka. Uh, Kyle, you're the man. Uh, hope to have you back here after your career year. Uh, and and I would like to do this in person. I'm going to manifest this in this world. Our next conversation with Higashioka is going to be in person with the World Series trophy. Maybe not a World Series trophy, but probably like a gold glove. I'll take a gold glove, Kyle. Okay, I'll take a gold glove. But I will also take the World Series MVP trophy, Kyle Higashioka. Um, <laughs> Kyle, all the best, my man. Um, wonderful. So everybody that's listening that likes that, that's there's more of that. There's more of that, all right? Just know. I don't know who, but there's Just more. Know. Just know. <laughs> we have been working. These last four, six weeks, whatever it was, that wasn't us taking downtime. Never that was that. Us getting this lineup ready. Grinding. Um, you guys have to stick with us, and there's going to be more of that. Now, one thing you will notice is that our fearless co-host, Waldy. Fearless leader. Decided... No, he's not our leader. He's just oh. a co-host. <laughs> he, our man, Waldy, ignored. He is pulling a R-E-Y on us, and he has ignored our text messages since yesterday. Ignored mm-hmm. every group message that we've sent. No him. replies. All because my man got cold feet when he heard that we were actually interviewing a major league player. A catcher so, at that. His primary position. 
Yeah, Waldy Waldy's primary position is, throughout his entire life up until basically second year of college. When he got the position stolen. <laughs> yeah, by by uh R. E. By none other than <laughs> <laughs> So shout out to Waldy for backing out on us. And you know what, group. Waldy? You missed a good interview, man. Kyle's an awesome dude. You suck, Waldy. Alrighty. So ladies and gentlemen, we have a new segment for this season two. And I would like to introduce our locks of the week, since you guys now can hear, uh, now heard us talking about our gambling addiction. We're going to give you guys our locks of the week so you guys can bet with us. I'm going to go ahead and start, Garen. My lock for this week, <clears throat> the Phillies are winning in Game 7 of the World Series. I am putting all my money on that. So if you're listening out there, I'll, I will send you a link of where to put your donations. It might look like a Venmo. It might look like a Cash App. Zell, just just do it, okay? <laughs> Fair enough. I think that's a very solid lock, and you should definitely throw your your donations towards Soho. So you the, whoa, we no your bets. Soho is our finance manager. I'm so. your bookie. I'm your bookie. Uh you can't say that you're in Florida. Oh, so. she she. All right, yeah, sorry. Right. We'll give the real lock. we'll give the real lock of the week here. So for all you gambling addicts, you definitely want to be gambling on series b soccer on saturday uh which would be i think uh what would that what? Dude, i don't even know what the actual date is but oh. it's parma <laughs> versus citadella throw all your money throw your mortgage throw 12. everything refinance your house throw that mortgage down parma all day parma all day if you want to know why i'm saying parma all day they've never lost to citadella that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say they've say. always beaten Citadella, but they've never lost. My biggest, um, what would you say, parlay buster of the week, if you want to call it that. Lakers are beating the Jazz on Monday. Throw that. Throw everything on that. That's my what's, real one. That's my real one. You just said you're a parlay buster, so what's what's the parlay? No, no, no. I'm just saying that that will be a parlay buster if you don't pick it. Okay. You throw whatever the hell you want with it. Just know Lakers are beating the Utah Jazz, and it's going to bring your pay so much higher. DraftKings fan duel, hit us up. We'll take anything. For, so Gary, Soho, the, for Soho, the underdog app will... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Underdog? Underdog, because Florida, you know, we can't bet legally. That's why I have to hire somebody. What? <laughs> Actually, even that's illegal, Soho, so what are you talking about? Yeah, I don't know. Nobody's going to listen. Uh, Mr. Gary, uh, you got anything else on your mind? No, man. Looking forward to getting some more guests lined up. Higgy was an awesome guest. First guest, inaugural guest. We'll get him the plaque. We'll get him the t-shirt. We'll get him all the swag. Uh, so make sure you're on that. And then, uh, yeah, man, just uh, looking forward to getting back into the swing of it. Season two is going to be uh, a little bit different than season one, hopefully for the better. But, oh, as always, let us know via social media. Make sure you send your donations for our parlay so we can win money, so we can send Kyle the swag and the plaque. Uh, but everybody, thank you for listening. Uh, make sure to subscribe, leave a comment, follow on Instagram, follow on, uh, I don't know how podcasts work. Just make sure you leave a comment and follow and listen fully to the end. Just keep listening to me. Uh, <laughs> but everybody, thank you for listening, and you guys have a wonderful rest of your week. <laughs>